my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. That we can, and so help us God, we will make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hopefully you guys had a fantastic weekend. Uh, yeah, my, my weekend wasn't wasn't too great. Had some uh, some boat motor problems. Uh, I have to I have no idea what's wrong. I need to need to take it apart, figure that out, and then the the Steelers got waxed yesterday by the Packers. That that sucked. And then I got absolutely starched by Aaron Bandler in fantasy football yesterday. I mean, my team I think my team's gonna lose. We'll see after Monday Night Football, but I'm gonna lose by like 75 or 80 points. I mean, just a beatdown. Props to props to Aaron. <laughs> so hopefully your weekend was a little better than that, um, guys. Before I get a uh, oh, it's just me today, no guest. I'm gonna do some uh, some listener mail, some great questions as always. Uh, can't wait to jump right into that. But first, uh, guys, if you haven't already, please follow us on Twitter at No Gimmicks Pod. Please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, uh, wherever you get your podcast. Make sure to subscribe. And if you're on iTunes, please give us a five star rating and a good review. I'd really appreciate it. And uh, if you wanna get involved with the show, you can support us monthly over on Patreon. Patreon.com/slash the No Gimmicks Podcast. All right, I'm going to get into uh, listener mail in just a minute. A couple quick notes first. Um, yeah, first things first, Casey DeSantis, the wife of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, uh, was diagnosed with breast cancer. Um, so, yeah, really scary stuff there. She's only 41, and they have three young children. I think their youngest is like a year and a half old, something like that. So prayers up uh, to the DeSantis family. Hopefully she can she can beat this. Um, you know, they, they both seem like genuinely good people. So yeah, everybody, you know, make sure to, to keep Casey DeSantis in your prayers. Um, and over the weekend, uh, this is just incredible guys. Uh, Leftist protesters, uh, harassed Democratic Arizona Senator, uh, Kirsten Sinema. They, they followed her into a public bathroom and were screeching at her when she was using the bathroom. I mean, really disgusting stuff from the Democrats over the weekend. And it's crazy. I mean, like cinema is a liberal like she's not i mean the the press is calling her like a conservative democrat or something she's absolutely not i mean she wants to spend a couple trillion on infrastructure she wants to spend a couple trillion on biden's socialist programs she just doesn't want to spend the full 3.5 trillion like the rest of the democrats so apparently she's adolf hitler and and by the way just a side note if the spending bill i don't know if you guys have had time to dive into maybe on wednesday i'll, I'll really dive into what is in biden's spending package but if this bill passes I mean, it would be the most catastrophic thing to happen in this country economically since the Great Society. I mean, it would enshrine all kinds of new subsidies, crushing the economy, uh, and it would make another you know 100 million Americans dependent on government. So, and I'm not trying to fearmonger here, but this bill, legitimately, must be stopped at all costs if if capitalism is going to survive. And the left knows this; that's why they're pushing so hard. But uh, with with these ridiculous protesters. Um, they were led by this young girl who's a, an illegal alien, too, um, which is, man, it must be nice being a Democrat. Like, this, she's confident enough that nothing will ever happen to her, that she's not even supposed to be in this country, right? And she's harassing a, a U.S. senator. But, I mean, imagine if these leftist protesters were Republicans. I mean, what if a bunch of Republicans followed AOC into a bathroom and filmed her in the, filmed her in the bathroom? I mean, there would be a congressional investigation. Everyone involved would be in prison forever. 
I mean, AOC would be crying on TV and talking about how she has PTSD and, and she's triggered and all of this. There'd be a massive crackdown against conservative speech online. But these Democrats harassing and filming a woman in the bathroom will face absolutely no punishment at all. I mean, we literally, we, we, truly, we live by two separate sets of rules. I mean, boy, oh boy, it must be nice to be a Democrat, knowing you can do and say whatever you want. You can commit felonies. You can burn buildings. You can harass women in a public bathroom. And know that nothing, you will not be held accountable for any of it. We live in, under two entirely separate sets of laws, ladies and gentlemen. It's amazing. Let's jump right into listener mail. First question is, let's go, Brandon, the only Biden administration-approved sporting chant. Um, look, the press, the press, the press outdid themselves this time. I mean, all right, so if anybody missed it, at just about every college football game across the South every Saturday, uh, the crowd starts chanting, F Joe Biden. Um, and the press this weekend, they decided, they decided to claim that these crowds were chanting, let's go, Brandon. Not F. Joe Biden. And it's like, the funniest thing to me, man, from the left, is like the reactionary nature of their lies, especially from the press, from politicians too, but especially the press. It's like they lie in this reactionary fashion when they don't have to. It's like, guys, why? (laughs) Why? Like these journos lie about the most bizarre stuff. Like it's on video, guys. Like like, it's 2021. It's on video. Like we have video evidence that they were chanting "F Joe Biden," you can't just you can't just make stuff up. And also, like, why? Like, this this is not an important. Like, I understand why journalists and 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 leftist, well, all politicians, but especially leftist politicians, lie. Like, I get it. Like, if these Democrats were honest with the American people about their communism, nobody would vote for them. So they they get on TV. Just, we're no, we're not socialists. We're not communists. Yeah, because they have to lie. If they told people the truth, they wouldn't get, you know, they'd lose their office. But, like, why lie about something like this? Like, it's such a bizarre... Why? Why? Guys, why? There's just no need to lie. Why? My goodness. Next question. In our lifetime, will we see an overturning of Roe v. Wade? Yes, I do think so, but it will not be due to progress made politically by the right. I just don't think... That's how we're going to get it done. Um, But my answer is yes, because I I think abortion will be ended by by medical progress, by advancements in in modern medicine. And I mean, like the Democrats love abortion. It's part of their heathen religion, right? Like it's like this old like B.C. style, like child sacrifice and, and Republicans are too cowardly to actually do anything about it. So, like, I don't, I don't think, like, political victory is going to get it done. But let's say 30 years from now, th- what will, like, the point of viability for a fetus be? I mean, like, I think a, a, a fetus will be viable right after conception, more than likely. Right? Like, I think the the science will advance to the point where doctors could take a fertilized egg and grow it in a tube, grow it in a lab, right? I, I, I think... There won't be any reason to kill a baby. You could just take a baby and raise it in a lab and put the kid up for adoption. I mean, like, I mean, think about how fast modern medicine is advancing. Like, I almost died when I was born because I was born six weeks early, and I was on a, I was I was on oxygen and I was in the, what's the little baby glass tube thing they keep sick babies in? 
incubator. Is that it? I was in one of those for a while, like a month or something like that. I mean, that was only that was 1989. I mean, 32 years later, being born six weeks early isn't a big deal at all. I mean, it's like the likelihood of anything bad happening, anything serious happening, is is extraordinarily low. And that's something. You know, that's I'm only 32 years old. <laughs> like it was it was a serious thing being born six weeks early, even 32 years ago. Um, and I think the science will continue to improve at that rate. Also, another reason why I do believe abortion will end is that once we're an interplanetary species, which I believe will happen in our lifetime. I mean, you look at um, Elon Musk and all these guys, they're very focused on on uh, building a colony on Mars soon. I mean, clearly in our, in our lifetime. And I think the thinking will shift from trying to suppress the population to trying to grow the population. Like, we'll need more people so we can colonize new planets, right? You know, like, it'll be the opposite of China's one-child policy where, you know, they were where the country was overpopulated. They were trying to keep the, the population down. I think governments will be encouraging families to have lots of kids because we'll need, we'll need people to go work on Mars, to go, you know, live on the moon and, and do all this stuff. Like, I think there'll be a radical shift in uh, w- the way the elites, you know, view the the human population. I mean, it's like they're real, they, like they're indistinguishable from Thanos right now, right? Because global warming and all this. So we got to, you know, save the planet and kill the people and stuff like that. But I mean, once we're interplanetary, I think the thinking will be the exact opposite of that. So I, I think for both of those reasons, I think it will happen in our lifetime, but not because we got, we finally got that last conservative on the Supreme Court. Like, I don't think that's what's going to do it. And I do also think that um, because the, the, thinking will shift so radically. I think you'll be able to to save a baby. I mean, just take a fertilized egg and raise a baby. You know what I mean? And I think people will be clamoring for families to have more children. I think that the thinking on both of the, on both of those aspects will change so radically that future generations will look back at abortion, how we look back at, you know, slavery and stuff like that. Like, they'll be ashamed. They'll be outraged at this generation. And I think that's going to happen sooner than a lot of people think. What are your thoughts on Urban Meyer and that sweet thing grinding on him? <laughs> I didn't click that link, bro. Not enough hours in the day. I didn't click that link. I guess Urban Meyer effed up, though. Not sure. Didn't click it. I can't click everything. Have you ever eaten skunk? <laughs> no. I've never eaten skunk. Uh, I mean, do people eat skunks? I'm sure somebody does, right? I'm sure there's a way to remove those scent glands and, and stuff like that. I mean, a lot of animals have scent glands that you have to remove. I mean, deer have them. Uh, squirrels have those scent scent glands that you have to remove. Um, I'm sure there's a way to do it. But, like, I'm not messing with a skunk. I'm not. Not me, brother. I'm not going down that road. I'll eat all manner of weird stuff, but you gotta you got to draw that line somewhere. And for me, it's skunk. Why is Oklahoma the best state? It ain't. I, I like Oklahoma, but come on, man. I mean, it's probably... Oklahoma might be a top 10 state. I'd go like... I mean, in no particular... Or obviously, I have to say Ohio. Like, what states would be in my top 10? Ohio and Michigan have to be... Florida, Texas, Montana, Idaho, Oregon... I like Wyoming a lot. 
Oklahoma would be up there. Missouri's up there for me. I, I love Missouri. I mean, it's, you know, it's a solid state. Not the best. Any judge or jury, this is an interesting question, any judge or jury can be blown in any direction by the winds of woke. Can this be fixed? Um, yes, but it has to come from the culture. Just like the, the Roe v. Wade question, I just don't have any confidence in the Supreme Court's ability to 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 actually get the job done. You know, I, like I don't think SCOTUS is going to save those babies being aborted. I think medical advancements can. And the the right needs to take the culture back, right? Like, you know, whether it's the court system, the legal system, or just corporate America. I mean, it's easy for the left to bully these corporations, for instance. I'll, I'll just use the, the corporate America as, as an example. I mean, of course the left can bully them because they, they're facing no resistance from the right. I mean, the right has been driven out of the culture entirely. And they need to take the culture back, at least partially, at least in some way that they can put up some kind of resistance. Then and only then will we have the firepower to fight the woke left. I mean, we, we can't. Like, they're, we're not even fighting on the same battlefield right now because we're not even in that cultural space. Like, the left is emboldened because they have no resistance whatsoever in media, in Hollywood, in academia. I mean, they, they're, they're facing no resistance at all. That's why it's so easy to, to bully you know, corporations, for instance, with this woke nonsense. If at least if corporations were being pushed in both directions, right? Like if there was some kind of struggle, um, it would be different. But right now, the left can do whatever they want. I mean, the the right is is not a cultural force at all. And uh, I mean, the, the left's ability to push around the the justice system to to push the corporations in whatever direction they want. It's bigger than just apporting conservative or originalist or, or textualist judges, right? Not that, that that's not important. I mean, obviously, those appointments are important, but it's bigger than that. It's bigger than that. And I don't think we're going to have any major victories fighting the woke left until we can actually fight them on cultural grounds, not just, you know, is Brett Kavanaugh going to be confirmed or not? That's just not enough. It's bigger. It's deeper. The rot is much deeper than that. It's a lot deeper than you know, who's on the Supreme Court or who's who sits on the Ninth Circuit or, or whatever. It, it's bigger than that. It goes back to the culture just like everything else does. Um, I mean, it, the, the proof of that is that the Republicans have had a lot of major conservative judicial victories in the last 20 years. I mean, like, I mean, te- technically speaking, we have a, a six to three majority on the Supreme Court. I mean, obviously, Roberts is a is a big, dumb lib, but, um, you know, six of the nine justices were appointed by Republican presidents. I mean, look where we're look where we are. I think. I mean, just look at look at the the. I mean, my goodness, look look at the, the proof is in the pudding. I mean, we've we're getting steamrolled by the woke left, even though we have a six three majority on the Supreme Court. So it, it goes back to the culture. It's not all about just the, you know, oh, will he pick any Amy Coney Barrett or somebody else? Like that's just not going to get it done. Last question, and I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I knew somebody would talk trash about the Steelers. It was inevitable. So the question is, is Big Ben husky and old? I knew it. I knew somebody was going to say, yeah, I mean, like, the Steelers got waxed yesterday. Tough to watch. Ben hasn't played particularly well this year. Um, The Steelers are just, like, snake bit this year, man. It's just like the 49ers were last year. Like, half their team. I mean, it's Ben's out there playing with practice squad guys. Half the time, I mean, they're they're 
offensive lines banged up and they're terrible. Um, it's the worst o-, o line I've seen from a Steelers team ever. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I mean, they, they have to turn things around quick if they're going to make the playoffs and salvage this season. One and three is just a bad start. And, and that, and I'm not, you know, Ben is to blame partially as well. Like he's not played well, but I mean, you try to play quarterback well, if you have half a second to get the ball out of your hands, but there's always next week. <laughs> There's always next week, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate you guys. Uh, I know it's a. I had to keep it short today. I will make it up to you with a longer episode on Wednesday. I give me. I give you my word. Uh, I appreciate all the great questions. I appreciate all the great feedback I've been getting lately. Love you guys. I appreciate you. That's all I got for today. I'm Brady Leonard. I'll be back on Wednesday. No gimmicks. Uh-huh.